what's up, beautiful Bellcast listeners? This is the third time I'm entering this video. I am Gio. And I'm Bart. And you're not fucking talking. Okay. You are not talking. Why can't I talk? So, um, I'm kind of sad right now. Why? Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, fucking scene partner. Why? Uh, I'm kind of sad right now because my sister-in-law just canceled our fucking family RV trip. What? No yeah, way. She did. But that's. I mean, it's, it's not her it's fault. In, it's in like April it or something. It is in April. Okay, but what is it? She's a responsible family member. Why am I shedding so much? What the hell's going on? Uh, she's a responsible family member, and you know how her little sister just had a baby. Yeah. Her little sister, who's like almost thirty, or she's probably already thirty. Yeah. Uh, so she had a baby, and she has to go to work. My sister-in-law is a full-time. Uh, stay-at-home mom yeah so her her sister was like hey can you help babysit because their mom is going through cancer like chemo right now yeah and the mom usually would be the one helping oh i see but she can't and then the sister doesn't have any days off so she was like i hate to do this to you but i already told my sister that i would babysit and i'm like i get it i mean that's fair enough i'm happy she, can't she has say, tell the other person Hey, I hate to do this to you, but I already told them we're going to Yosemite. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> hey, we already planned <sighs> this fucking trip. Like, I'm trying so hard. What if we just bring that damn baby with us? They need its mama. And she, the mama's going to be like missing. You know how I would cry? Remember our first retreat yeah. that we went to when Taika was probably like four months old or something? Yeah. And and like I had to go to this retreat and it's like a... Uh, Normally, I love our company retreats. I absolutely love it because we hang out, we shoot the shit, we drink, we play games. We just act silly. Yeah. Um, we even had a fashion show for one of them. It was so good. Oh, and then another one, we um, we did like short skits. That was really fun. Anyway, um, and I love I loved going. I feel like a hair or something. What is going on? I know. Sorry. Long hair problems. Oh, my God. I have long hair. Um. Yeah, I remember I had to go and it's a three- it's a three-day thing, and I was crying. I'm like, I'm such a horrible mom. I should be with my baby. What am I doing here? So I can't imagine doing that to her sister. Damn, so we're not doing that RV trip we wanted to do? I mean, we can still do it. Oh, yeah, we're doing it for sure, but I'm just... I Because, like, you know, your brother works so hard. Oh, I know. And, so and, does she. They and, both work really hard. Yeah, and Taika loves his cousins. And the tia and the tio. Yeah, so I thought it would be so cool to see a bunch of rascals in the wilderness going crazy being out in the open air because i know a lot of because they're so responsible they've been inside like this whole time yeah and because of the other mom is going through chemo so they're really limiting their um exposure to people yeah and so i was really looking forward to it not just for our happiness but for their happiness too i know i know and that's what i'm saying i got sad because it was just when did you find this out yesterday Son of a bitch. I know. I know. And she felt so bad. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't even worry about it. Like, that's life. You know, we just kind of roll with the punches. And it's not even a big deal. Like, is it really a big deal? Oh, we don't get to go on a vacation. It's okay. I think it's okay. But it would have been beautiful to make all these memories. And I'm sure we can push it back a few months later. Like, we can go in the summertime. Yeah. Things might be even be even better. Even, even, even. Yeah. No, it's not going to be better. Why wouldn't it be better? People are going to have more vaccines. Because that gonna... specific time that we plan, that's the best time. Shut up. I'm just kidding. You're tripping. I know. Uh, no. I mean, we can go with other people. We'll just go by ourselves. Yeah, we can make it fun. To, to go with Taika. Ta uh, Joe had a really cool idea of like caravanning. Yeah. Once we move, caravanning from here to uh, Vegas. Yeah, just through, the, through the desert. Yeah, not even taking oh. the freeway through the desert. Oh, my God. It, I'm going to love that. It'll take like two or three days probably. Maybe we can do... No, that would have to happen in March. Oh my God, we're moving so soon. It's really happening. Like we've been talking about it for so long. Yeah. And we've had our... I feel like we've had our house on the market for so long, but it's literally only been a month. Our house? For sale. No, it's been for a few months now. No, it's been a month. And I know it's been a month because this is the first time I had... To, oh, it's two months. Wait. No, it's like fourth month now. No, it's not. Because our contract with uh, our interior stager person is three months at a time. So we just needed to renew it. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Can we you're not rely right. on your memory? It's like yeah, the don't. worst. Yeah, it is the worst. Yeah, please. You're right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, maybe it felt like it's like that month escaped me because of the holidays. Like we yeah. didn't show anything the whole I was so grateful we didn't show the house in yeah. December because like, you know, your house is fucked up because you have like presents and... And like 
I mean, it's the holidays. So you want to relax, like the world shuts down a little bit, or at least the U.S. world shuts down. Yeah, that's what's crazy about the real estate, though. Um, a lot of Airbnb properties or properties that like people want to turn into Airbnbs, they, go up. they were still selling like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because right now COVID, like you don't want to travel. Like you don't yeah. want to get on a plane. Yeah. So people are RVing the way we are. Like we see so many off-road vehicles right now. Like I've been seeing that Jeep, the truck, the truck Jeep. Jeep Gladiator, yeah. Yeah, like I see it everywhere now. And it's like fully decked out with like, you could tell like it's rigged for like sleeping and camping and like um uh it has like shovels and a whole bunch of shit. Like, I'm like this close to not liking off-road shit anymore, you know that? Because everyone has it? Yeah, because it was cool when I was the only one or me and the few people were and the only one into off-road. I mean you just and lived now, in the wrong area. And now everyone wants to get into off-road and making off-road more mainstream. Okay, what are you gonna get into? And I'm then? like, I gotta get into something more underground again. Why do you care? Oh, because there's just so many people that look like you? No, like you're not because, the unique snowflake? I like to stroke my own ego and be, I'm the few and the unique cool guys. Can you show me stroke your own ego? I think it's hot. Oh, you do it with the flat hand? Yeah. You don't cup anything? <laughs> you're so awkward. Are you, you're not really like that. Do you really care? Nah, I don't care. I think it's cool. I actually think it's cool because um, what I really enjoy seeing, I follow this page um, and they lift... The dumbest Anything? things. The mm. dumbest things. Like 911s. What? Toyota, Sienna. How high? How high are we talking? Like three inches. Like they make every, they post, uh, so they weird. post vehicles that you don't usually sh see in an off-road environment, but I think they would be so cool. Like, you know, I, I'm going to get a Tahoe, but I actually want an X7, a BMW X7. I think it'd be so cool if that thing was lifted and had like bigger tires. Um, but when the off-road market is small, there's just going to be less aftermarket parts. Yeah. So the minute that it grows and becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, you're going to have way more parts, and you're going to and you're going to start seeing a lot of more creative builds. Yeah. I'm, I'm really into builds, so to see like creative builds would be super cool. Isn't that wild? How far we've come? Like, it was so rare back in the day that there was a show called West Coast Customs. Yeah. Because it was just so rare for people to customize their. Like to to take out their car, especially like that. the way they did it. They put turntables I mean, yeah, in the center console, obviously, or like they like built an aquarium in the trunk. Yeah, their <laughs> shit was extravagant. <laughs> yeah, and it's all for sure, for show, for sure. But it just wasn't as common. And I think so. Like like what you're saying, it just got so popular that things got more affordable. Yeah, it's still expensive. But I was the type of person that would never want to modify their car because I'm like, for what? Like this is what I wanted, and that's all I care for. But now after modifying my Tesla, because I hate the way the outside looks so much, but I still love everything about Tesla. Um, I can't imagine not modifying my cars anymore. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I was. More of my parents, they never understood why. And they're like, why would you want to change your car? You paid all that money for the whole car. And now you're going to take parts and of it gonna off. You're going to have more money? And I'm like, yeah, because the parts it came with sucks. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? If it came by Ford or Toyota, it's the best. I'm yeah. like, no. When people specialize in a specific part... That's when it's the best. And they never they never got it, of course. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to get it because um, they live in a time where they're building, you know, and they're like, we don't know where like we had to flee our fucking country. Yeah. At least your dad. But yeah, I love customizing stuff. My cars, uh, my guns, our house. We're about to customize our house. I think that's about that's about it. I'm, I've never been. I love watches, and I know people customize their watches. How do you? What do you customize on it? People put like diamonds and jewels and all kinds oh. of stuff on it. I like the way the watches are when it the way it came. So for you, the the watch is kind of like a dish at a restaurant. It's like that's what the chef intended, and that's the way it is. Uh, yes, because when it comes from the factory, its function is at its highest form. So everything is balanced, you know? the hands, because uh, they have the best engineers doing I it. I see. When people customize watches, it's purely aesthetic. Yeah. Like, let's uh, engrave it. Let's add this, uh, f I don't know, platinum foil over it or whatever. Yeah. It, nothing increases. Like, no one gets a, a watch done up and, like, now I can dive even 100 meters deeper. Oh, yeah. Functionality-wise, it doesn't change. Yeah, but for the cool thing about cars and guns, it's you can make it look better and perform better at the same time. I feel like someone's going to school you and be like, uh, this is what we've been doing in Singapore for like 10 years now. No, I know oh, everything. Know I literally know everything. How are you so in the know? Um, Just because like people ask me stuff, so I know. 
That doesn't make any sense. It does because when you ask people, like, hey, do you not do this? They go, no. Uh, who do you ask? You go, oh, my other friend knows. When that person doesn't know, who does he ask? The other friend. And when that person doesn't know, what does he ask? He asks me. <laughs> so it always gets to me, and I tell him you're all giving the me allergies. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I'm giving you allergies. Yeah, you're making me sneeze. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's cool. I like that you like a lot and know a lot. I actually don't know that much. I know. We discovered that, remember? <laughs> yeah. I think we were hung, hanging out one day and um, he was just talking about, I don't know, maybe biology or some shit. And he just uses words that you would only, like the vernacular of that specific, I don't know, specialty. In- industry. Or or industry. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just so specific to them. And uh, I was like, whoa. And then I asked a follow-up question and then he's like, oh, I don't know that. So I'm like, wait a minute. So I started testing out my theory of like anything more than two questions, you stump Bart. So then I was like, like it was a different setting. And then he's talking about something again that is very specialized. And I'm like, oh, how does that work? And he goes, I actually don't know that. I know a little bit about everything and that's it. But I literally know everything though, which is cool. You can't say literally. Yeah, I literally do. Tell me about Mexican culture. Mexican culture? Yeah. Well, what you see in the modern day is actually a culmination between Spanish blood and indigenous blood. And it created this uh, new identity and this new race. Hmm. All right. Well. Why are you smiling so big? Sorry. It's because the lady that cleans our facility yeah. outside. I always say hi to her. Oh, okay. She's such a sweet lady. And she saw you. And she works hard. Yeah. And she said, well, and she had said hi to me. Like, I don't think she understands what's happening. Oh, okay. Because we have like glass doors. Yeah. So she said hi. And I didn't want to say hi and distract you, but I had to smile and not be a complete bitch. Oh, fine. So that's I was funny. like, hi. That's funny. Yeah. Is that not right? Um, I mean, that's just bullshit that you've heard. That's true. <laughs> that's history. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway, I don't know what else to ask you because I don't know a lot about a lot. <laughs> what do you, do you think you have like specialized pockets of knowledge that you know a shit ton about? Or do you know a little bit about everything or you just don't know jack shit? <laughs> I feel like I don't know shit about fuck. Really? <laughs> like, like, uh, like the girl from that show we like. You can't even name the name of the girl. Ozark. I know. Oh, her name? Yeah. Oh, I forgot her name. What was her name? Ruthie. Oh, Ruthie. Yeah, I like her. You have a great memory. You're like, I don't even know what I like. But you know, the crazy thing yeah. is that when I'm high, my memory is way sharper. I just don't know. Maybe I'm just not even here right now. Like I'm not present. Here, like right now, right now you're not yeah, present? Yeah, maybe I'm just thinking of different things. But when I'm high, I'm just, I'm here and I'm with you and I can like, I think of everything and it slows down and I know what I want to say. I don't forget where I'm at. Maybe I just need to slow down and not be high. Wait. You mean you need to slow down right and, be, and be high? No. So maybe it's because when I'm high, it slows me down. Yeah. So I'm going, oh, let me just take out the high part. And just learn how to slow down. And just slow down. And maybe I can be more present and then explain But you don't myself. have ADD though. It's just moving fast. You just have a ton of thoughts all the time. Yeah. I'm just in many places at once. What do you have then? But not in ADD way. You have something. I'm here, right? Like I'm here having this conversation, but I'm thinking of this conversation in different ways. Mm. Yeah. So what is that called? I don't know. I never really thought about it. I'm just telling you what I go through. It might be a thing. I'm sure it's a name for it, but yeah, um, yeah I can be here and I'm, I'm thinking about like, like the next funny thing or like the next point I want to make or yeah. like what you just said. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good thing. And like, I think I'm talking, I'm thinking about what I want to say next. I see. Right now I'm not. And that prevents you from being able to remember No, I think I get so excited. So like it becomes like a car jam. Like I think for most people it's a freeway, right? So the cars do this and then they turn their signal. Yeah, they turn their signal and then they make a left and then they're going to exit and then it comes out of your mouth. Yeah. For me, it's like, oh my God, I have all these cool ideas. Let's all go right now. And it's like, no, but I just want one. And they all go. And then so there's no car that comes out. Ah, fuck. I see. Yeah. That's what happens. I see. They all meet in the middle and they fucking crash. That's interesting. If you could do, um, what's that thing called where where they get all these crash cars and then they just fucking, they just start fucking ramming into each other? I know what you're talking about. It's almost like the roller derby of yeah, like- Yeah, of cars. Of cars, yeah. Would you do that? I don't know. I don't what? like getting into car crashes. But you're strapped in. I you know. You have a roll cage, like it's- I know, but I, mean, I think I've been in enough- 
where I don't like the shake and the trauma of it. How many crashes have you been in? Quite a few. Can I have a number? Maybe five. What the fuck? Okay, well, there was one with maybe, me. Maybe like 10 then. <gasps> How did you just jump so big? Well, because I don't know. I just got a lot for some erroneous But you doubled it. You went from five to ten. Just to be safe. What the fuck? All right. We got to get to so, the bottom okay, of this. Okay, we got, Wait we, up. Uh, I'm going to introduce our first sponsor. Shout out to our sponsor, Felix Gray. If you're anything like me, then you are exposed to blue light all the time, whether we're on the phone, on a computer, watching TV, on an iPad, because even LED light bulbs are shown to emit more blue light than their incandescent counterparts, even though they are more energy uh, efficient. And I don't know if you guys have this, but some of the symptoms that I get are headaches, um, blurry vision, um, dry and tired eyes are part of it and trouble sleeping. But I don't have trouble sleeping, as you guys know, but I do get tired eyes because exposure to blue light at night can impact melatonin secretion, the hormone that regulates uh, sleep. And that's because our eyes weren't meant to look at screens all day. It messes with our internal balance, which affects our sleep. It can cause stress and headaches. I for sure get headaches if I'm standing or standing in front of my uh, TV or my computer for too long. So I always take breaks and walk out during the day. But here's something that can really help you. And it's a pair of glasses that's designed for the 21st century. It's It helps filter 15 times more blue light from screens than any other blue light lenses out there. Get that 15 times more. So that's why Felix Gray is so freaking awesome. And it can help reduce those tired eyes, those headaches. And if you want to be on your phone before you sleep and you don't want to mess up your own circadian rhythm, put that on. And if right now, if you go to felixgrayglasses.com slash bail, B-E-A-W, you can shop glasses that work as hard as you do. That's felixgray, F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y, glasses.com slash bail, B-E-A-W. Get free shipping, free exchanges, 30-day money-back guarantee. If you have any of those symptoms, go check them out. Alrighty, and I'm so happy to be introducing our sponsor, Best Fiends. You guys have been hearing me talk about this time and time and time again, but I absolutely love this app game. It is such a fun, family-friendly app game um, that doesn't require like a ton of skills. It doesn't require uh, a lot of reading or like intense uh, attention. It's something that I personally use when I'm just trying to unwind, as Bart was talking about. Like, I don't get why people need to unwind. Well, I do, and this is what I do when I unwind. I like to stare at my phone screen, and I like to um, look at these cute little graphics of like these cute, adorable, I don't like bugs, by the way, but they're, these specific bugs are super cute and adorable, and they have like this attitude to them. Like, you know, like in the cartoons, when you have like um, a house cat versus an alley cat like you can tell which is the alley cat because he looks tough yeah that's what these insects look like they <laughs> okay. look like they've been through some shit and they're yeah. tough and sure enough they are tough because their their mission is to slaughter these nasty fat ugly looking slugs that all they do is just eat the crops you know they eat their garden that these these bugs are like what the hell like i need to protect this this is this is my land you can't just come in here and eat my shit you know and i love that there's like so much drama but the but your goal is to kill these slugs with your little bug friends. And I love it because every single level that you accomplish, the scenery changes. So you're not getting bored and you're not going like, oh, I've seen this over and over again. Because let me tell you, when I play, like I play app games and like I've seen some apps, I've played some games that like you, you could be on level 200, but the scenery doesn't very it doesn't change very much. Like the difficulty level doesn't change very much. And like after a while, you're like, why am I even yeah, why am I even playing this game? The best feature, in my personal opinion, about this app game is the fact that you can be offline and play it. Mm. There's so many times where I've been in the mountains and like let's say because again, I play a lot We're of on a games. Flight. Like if I'm playing like a solid, not like a like a card game, um, and I'm like, you know, up in the mountains or I don't have reception, I can't play anymore. But with Best Fiends, they always got my back. It doesn't matter where it is that I am or what my reception's like. I'm still able to play the game. So if you want something to do to just unwind and relax a little bit or just have the little kids play or mama or grandpa and just have everyone join in on some fun, make sure to check out Best Fiends. You can download it uh, for free. That's Best Fiends. You can get it at the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. And we're back. All right, what were you going to say? So we just got into one with the... Uh, you consider that an accident? No, it's a collision. It's like, yeah, it went bang. 
So there, there's that one. In the desert. Yeah. The one we just had. And those uh, side by sides. I wouldn't even consider that. And then so there's that one. And then oh, there's what a uh, bitch. And then there's the one in your Honda Accord. Yes, that you distracted there's me. There's the one that I was hospitalized in. Okay. And then there's one where I totaled my mom's car. Uh, What's that one? That one's before that. You don't even know me. This is like I'm a junior in high school. Fine, but I didn't even. I don't even know that story. What's that story? I totaled my mom's car. Yeah. What is that? I was driving home and I was really, really, really tired. Oh, is that when you ran into one of the the cement? Not the cement, but like no, the I sand? ran. I ran into a car, like <gasps> this, like um, like I would close my eyes and I would wake up and I'm like, oh shit, what did I do at those two lights? Because like it, it's like you're going down, and I'm like, oh shit, better stay awake. And then I would close my eyes again. I would open it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. There's like another two streets that I passed. Did she know she, you, you had her car? Who, my mom? Yeah. Yeah. And then so I closed my eyes again. And I woke up and I see a car in front of me and I slam on the brakes, but I missed and I hit the accelerator. <gasps> so I, I hit that car and I drove that car into a gas station. Like it, he went, he hopped the curb. I didn't, I've never heard this. Really? And he got, completely totaled his car and okay? my car. He was okay. I, I felt so bad and I was like 16. Came out of the car like I'm so sorry. I don't even know what happened. Um, and then my face looked so swollen. Were you I, high on anything? Nothing. You were just I was just tired. Yeah. So this airbag uh, deployed, smacked me in my face, and I looked like I got punched by Mike Tyson. And um, yeah, like I, I. That's why I'm like so scared when it comes to sleeping and driving. And as soon as I feel sleepy, I'll pull over and knock out. Wow, I don't remember this story. Okay, so that's four, or is that five? Four, maybe. Okay, so it was the one that you just counted in the desert, the yeah. one with me. And then there's a couple the of one, other okay, ones four. where I spin out of control, but I didn't hit anything. What the fuck? Well, there's one where you fell asleep on the freeway, I think you said. And you hit like uh, those those things you said. No, not, not the freeway. Oh, I thought you said maybe that's what I thought. So maybe the one that you just explained now, I'm mixing it up for something on the freeway. So never on the freeway. Yeah, but I, I just I just don't like that trauma that douche and then you get the whiplash. Like I'm just not a big fan of that. I think I've crashed two times, both my fault. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean they've hit me. Yeah, like I've been hit, but one time I was late for an eye appointment. This is when I had my geo prism. Did you meet me? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You knew me when yeah. I had that, and you were making fun of my headlights. You're like, damn, you got them custom custom fogged. I'm like, <laughs> that was pretty funny back then already loser flirting with me um yeah i was late for an eye appointment and then uh i was just hauling ass down whittier boulevard no telegraph or was it whittier or olympic who fucking knows anyway so i'm hauling ass and it's like in this industrial place so it's pretty like you can haul ass and then um i didn't realize a truck was coming out of a parking space so the car in front of me stopped like slammed on the brakes and then i couldn't stop fast enough and i had a fucking geo prism so like i i stepped on the brakes but then i just slid forward and i i rear-ended her and then the second time was right when we were turning into what's that street it was on atlantic and yeah it was like harding or yes graves and there's that chase bank that yeah. has the mural of what monterey park used to look like before it became what it is now and you were like oh shit you know because i was waiting at a yellow to make a left and the bar goes oh shit you know what i just realized that that is that's monterey park and then i looked at the thing and I'm like, oh shit i gotta go because it had just turned yellow and i'm like why yeah i was so fucking discombobulated and then i made a left when it was still a yellow and there was a fucking big ass truck coming our way and you ended like i got t-boned but like on your side and that's when you tried to to like Racing. Hit the car back. Yeah. I'm like, what is Yeah, so are? I'm not a big fan of like collisions like that. I don't mind it so if I, don't I know, know I'm so safe. I don't, yeah, so I don't know if I would like it. Like the... Oh, I would like it. Really? Yeah, I mean, when do you get to crash cars safely? Why don't you like getting punched in the face then? Because it's it hurts. The, the... That hurts too. A little bit, but not as much as getting punched in the face. Really? Yeah, I'd rather get a little whiplash than freaking a bloody nose and a black eye and fucked up teeth and like... I'm good. Really? Wow, that's different. Yeah, you rather get hit in the face than yeah. get in a car accident? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like the, when you get in a car accident, like your whole body shakes, your whole body gets discombobulated. Yeah. When you get punched in the face, it's your fault for being there. I mean, so is the car. But you can like move, you know, like if someone punched me in the face, I can like block. I can do all kinds of, I have a lot of outs. Yeah. Once you've practiced enough. Yeah. When you're in a car accident, it's like. There's not much you can do. <laughs> Just take it. Yeah. You go, Doosh, and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I rather, I mean, 
Yeah, I'd rather get on a roller coaster and you want it. Yeah, so. maybe that's it. Maybe I don't like the too much motion. Maybe the roller coaster has too much motion too. What's something that has a lot of motion? You don't like a lot of motion in general? Maybe, because that coll- collision has motion and roller coasters have too much motion. Maybe I don't like motion. You're so interesting to me because you're not um, like... You like to explore a lot, but you, you don't have big gestures. What do you mean? Like, like you're open to doing a lot of things, but just your energy about them is very contained. Like how? Like even just you doing this, going like, I don't like a lot of motion. Like you doing <laughs> that is so out of character. Like I'm just like, you don't even move like that. Like seeing you do this, I'm like, that's just too big of a motion for you. Like, so, oh, cause like I'm not very expressive. No. And I think for me, if I do like this stuff, like it doesn't feel, it doesn't look weird because you're used to me being like, like playing around and being all silly like that. Yeah. Damn. I wonder what do I look like to other people? Cause maybe on like the right inside, now, I this. feel like, like, cause you know, uh, this is what you look like. Cause recently you've been sharing that video of me smacking my own face with the ball. <laughs> Yeah. And then David sees it and he says, it's so fucking funny. And his favorite part <laughs> is when I go, oh shit. And maybe on the inside, I was like, oh shit, I got hit in the face. But on the outside, I was like, oh shit. And then it, <laughs> David just thought it was hilarious, like how little expression came out of it. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, or Bart's talking about, I had posted a video on my stories. If you're not following me on Instagram, what the fuck? I want to be friends. It's Geo yeah, underscore Quan. Geo underscore Antoinette. And I was going through my camera roll, specifically in iMovie. And there were a couple projects of like edits that I did. And there was one that I did from the last year that I retrieved from our, our security cameras. And when I looked at it, it was Bart playing ball with Taika. They were playing like kickball. And then um, Bart wanted to like slam the ball because it was like a handball. So like those big red ones, slam it on the floor. So it just like shoots all the way up. And I think he wanted just to show Taika how cool that was. So I'm sitting down watching all of this happen. Bart, Bart gets the ball and he wants a really big slam. So he wants to like, imagine hands over his head and like, he like, I don't know, what is what's the, what's the motion? A good morning? Like slam it, yeah. Yeah, he wants to slam it. So all the way from the top, he slams it all the way to the bottom where he's like 90 degree angled and like parallel to the floor. So he slams it and I guess he just obviously miscalculated that like the ball comes fucking fast right at his face. So that's the video that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it went bing, and then I just went, oh, shit. Yeah, you're, yeah, it wasn't anything big. You didn't even, like, touch your face. I think you just looked to make sure there was no blood. Yeah, and that kind of was the end of that. I think we were cracking up a little bit. But, yeah, you're just so contained. That's interesting. Is that a good or a bad thing? No, I mean, it's it's not. It, I mean, it's just, uh, it just, it is what it is. It was just something that I observed right now as you were moving and going, I don't like to move around like that. And I'm like, that is weird. <laughs> You're not a flaily guy. Yeah. You're this guy. Like even when I'm sitting down, I could f- I feel so grounded. Do you feel grounded? or What does that mean? I mean, I know what grounded means, but what do you mean? Like the minute I sit and like, let's say I feel my bones on the chair or like, you know, on the armrest. It feels like the minute I sit, it feels like I've been sitting here for three hours already. What does that mean? Like it just feels so like. What does it feel like to sit down for? Like you're like in I'm pain? about like I'm about to you're be bored? um one of the chair. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm like so like sedentary. I'm about to calcify like as this, and, what? and I'm about to become petrified wood. Like I'm is about that to, good or bad? I don't know, but that's how, how I do feel. You feel it? And maybe that's well for me. I think um I actually enjoy it, and I think that's why I seem so calm and contained all the time, and I don't feel that anxious because I don't think my body is anxious. So anywhere, any, anywhere I go, like let's say I go into a room and I stand there, I already feet my, I, I can already feel my feet going through my shoes and then connecting to the earth. What? And I've then, never and, felt and that. And then all of my bones just like resting on each other. So even if I am anxious, the uh, feeling of anxiety goes away. The only time I've ever felt that was in the beaches of Hawaii. Where I like can lay down in the sand and I'm like, yes, let the roots grow. But other than that, no, I don't feel that. That feeling is how I feel all the time. What? Yeah. No, maybe, I don't. Maybe feel that's that. why I knock out so fast because I'm already half asleep or something. What the? Like fuck? when I lay in bed, I, maybe you know people they gotta like 
settle in or they got to wind down. Like I never understood why you have to wind down. Ask me because I have to wind down all why the time. Why do you have to wind down? Like why, why can't you just go in bed, close your eyes and go to sleep? Why oh, do you got to be on your phone for 30 minutes? Um, Because there's just a lot of shit going on in my head or like I'll have like restless legs or like um, I can't find my right position because my bed's too hard. So all of that. Or I just, it's mainly more like internal thoughts where I'm like, I need to shut these down. Like I need to stop, like stop thinking about that. Don't worry about it. We'll check it tomorrow. You didn't reply to this person. It's okay. Oh, don't forget to do this. Oh shit. Let me set a reminder. So I'm just kind of going through like a checklist of things and I'm like, fuck, just stop. Like turn it off. Damn. Cause when I'm in bed, the minute I'm laying in there, I got to like fight to not fall asleep. No, because then I'm like, oh shit, did we turn up? Or did we turn down the heater in Tyco's Does room? Does it even like, matter? Outside, fuck. Oh, do, Don't wait, matter. did I hear that? I know. I'm just saying, I'm explaining it to you because you asked me. You'll be a tiger outside. It's not going to matter in three, two. Damn. Like, That's oh, nice. is there a robber in the house? Who cares? <laughs> oh my God. I, I can already see what type of fucking grandpa you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, the snoring one. That's you, man. That's I mean, my I'm going to be complaining the whole fucking time. My grandpa we would go up, come back from the Chinese supermarket and then, like, well, like my mom and my grandma are putting away the groceries. Why do you have to say Chinese supermarket? Is that going to add to the story? Yes. Okay. Because that's where he buys his Chinese newspaper. So he gets his Chinese newspaper. I mean, newspaper. you don't even have to call it. You could just be like, we went to the supermarket and just got a newspaper. Well, people are going to be thinking like LA Times or something. They're not going to give a fuck. I don't, I don't, like want, people, I don't want people. I don't want people thinking that my dad, I mean, my grandpa reads LA Times. Okay. Well, he anyway. reads Sujir Bao. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So he gets Sujir Bao from the Chinese newspaper and he comes and he sits on the couch and he goes like this. He opens, literally it's like, it's this fast. He gets his newspaper, opens it, you hear it, crosses his legs. Oh. <laughs> he just knocks out and then that's his hater blockers it's like let him leave me alone don't and, fucking ask me shit like grandpa is like and my grandpa is like huh like, he doesn't even know he fell asleep i feel like you were just falling asleep in that example of how your grandpa falls asleep i probably could have been <laughs> that's wild that's how chill i am yeah that's your energy that you give off but then uh don't so I'm never intense. Like, do I ever feel intense? You do. Or I ever, when when do I feel intense? Um, not intense, like an overbearing intense. Yeah. But like, um, like you're very focused, intense. Like it's not any fuckery, fuck, fuck time right now. Like it's it's business intense. But is it intense and still calm and grounded or no? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it's intense, but still, I don't know about calm, but it's definitely grounded. Damn. Isn't it crazy how other people view you? Absolutely. Isn't it even crazier that there are no two people that view you the exact same way? That's even crazier. That's what the fuck I'm saying. Because you view yourself a certain way and each person that views you is basing it on their perception and of the you know, world. So someone might view me and think I'm a badass and another person sees Bart. Oh, Bart the pussy? And the other person's like, oh, Bart the funny guy? And the other person's like, oh, Bart the lame-o? Well, do you want me to trip out even more? Yeah. So even the person that you see yourself, even physically, that's not even how you really look. Because we just learned that like we, whatever reflection we see, unless it's inverted, we're seeing ourselves the opposite, the opposite yeah. way. So it's like how we think we look. That's why everyone's tripping out. I know it's kind of, uh, it, obviously it's played out, but it's old too where they had the inverted um, effect on mm -hmm. TikTok. And then they'll like do it and then they see what other people, how they see them. And they go, oh, because it's like a trip. That's it's crazy. so wild. Yeah. It's so wild. Like the older I'm becoming, or not even older, I don't even think it has anything to do with age, but I think the more I seek knowledge about myself and just how humans operate and how relationships um, work, I'm just, I'm like, for sure there's like a higher being, for sure there's fucking aliens, for sure. Like there's just so many things that I'm like, for sure. Why? Um, just how we think, right? Like, uh, like a lot of it has to do with like. You think there's other dimensions? Oh yeah, I think there's all sorts of shit. I think there's all sorts of shit that like, and this might get in more into like a little drug realm or whatever. But it's just so interesting to me that all of our ancestors were able to navigate this, these these lands. And be so wise, right? And some of and some people will attribute that to like, oh, duh, aliens interfered, you know. But then like you have like like different um, like shaman, 
you know, that like if something's wrong with you, like they know what to grab from the earth to like make you feel better. So there's like these all these holistic things that um, that they were taking, even like psychedelic drugs that they were taking to enter these other dimensions. I sound so kooky right now, but they were so knowledgeable about what was happening around the world. Like I forgot what the name of this documentary was, but it was um, they needed to work on this particular group of people that were just secluded from society. And I'm talking about like in the 70s or 80s. And they lived in the mountains. Um, they were indigenous to the land and they had no technology. They had no outside interference, like for them to even get clearance to make this documentary on them. It was huge. Um, they had never seen a camera before. Like it was like, they've been completely removed, but they all were well aware of what was happening in the world. And most people would be like, well, duh, they probably got the newspaper or they heard it from somewhere. Or they probably send off a messenger. Or that guy brought it back. But that wasn't the case at all. It was like, they just were so connected to the land that like somehow either with through, I don't know, psychedelics or just, I don't know, them tapping into what some might call the third eye or another dimension or whatever you want to call it. They were so aware of what the state of the world was in. That's what makes me want to and not want to do drugs. Not want to? Why? So not want to because like, um, you know, I still have this like drugs are bad. And yeah, we were conditioned that way. And I feel guilty and it's wrong, right? But then when you pull back a little bit and you go wrong to who, right? And then it's like, oh, that concept of wrong has only been around maybe for a thousand years or something like that. Or maybe, maybe not even, even that yeah, long. Maybe even that, maybe, maybe not even that long. Maybe since like 60s? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not even right? then. It depends what drug we're talking about, yeah. too. And then you zoom out and then a little bit more and you're like, wait, there's certain tribes that do this drug on a regular basis, yep. right? And then you start thinking even about the concept of right or wrong. And then you're like, you know, when you take someone's possession, like you feel wrong and you feel guilty because it's stealing, right? But then like, let's say you zoom out even more and like, let's say you're in the caveman era, uh, when they stole things, did they feel right or wrong? Or was that something that was, they, they taught each other, hey, let's not do that. And then the next generation, they, that was the first generation to actually feel guilt because they they lived under the their societal's rules, so that makes me like just question the concept of right or wrong um, for everything. Yeah, and like everything is built like like for us to be born, we're actually born into a world of burden. Oh yeah, like a burden of all the rules and, and decisions fear. and fears and insecurities mm, and projection mm. of the last generation they put that on us and then they have that from before then and before them and before them and so we are the least like primal being the minute we're born we're born versus if you think back to the caveman days when we don't have like oh in the victorian era this was okay or in the 50s that was okay or this isn't okay they don't have none of that they're just primal and just being and so a lot of times, like my brain, I'm just like, man, I don't even know. Like, should I just always do whatever the fuck I want to do? Because that's what me as an animal wants to do. And how important is it to do the quote unquote right or wrong thing of 2021? Yeah. You know, I feel like we're going to start a cult soon. Really? <laughs> just kidding. Because it just sounds like something. Do you think that, like that too? For sure. Because it's only right or wrong <clears throat> for 2021. For sure. For sure. Like I get that same feeling. Uh, about drugs. And I'll get to that after I introduce our sponsor. Alrighty. So today we welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. Welcome IP Vanish. So what is IP Vanish? IP Vanish is a virtual private network, a VPN for short. A VPN is a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet. So you can use a VPN on your computers, tablets, phone, even things like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So when you use a VPN, all your data is encrypted. So what you're reading, what you're searching, what you're watching, whatever it is you're doing, it's private. So IP Vanish is just $3.49 a month. Yup, $3.49 a month or $27.99 a year. Um, and that's just going to help you protect you or just you're just going to help yourself protect online browsing, all online privacy and security. So here's everything that you get with IP Vanish, uh, an anonymous IP address. You get to circumvent any online censorship and you get protection when you zip, 
when using public Wi-Fi. So make sure to go to ipvanish.com slash bail and you're going to get 65% savings. So they have plans starting, like I said, from $349 a month to $27.99 a year. All right. So make sure to um, go to ipvanish.com slash bail to get the deal and start protecting yourself online today. And we're back um, because there's stuff that you can take and it only helps you, right? Like, well, they don't know all the other <clears throat> um, side effects, side effects. So there's not like full studies on these things. It just has they just haven't had enough time. But I'm also not, not just talking about drugs. I'm just talking about the concept of right or wrong. Yeah. Like who should dictate our moral compass? You know, yeah. like a, a bunch of words on a piece <clears throat> of paper. Well, 2021, that's why the is, times. Yeah, that's why religion is so or crazy. Or ourselves, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's 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 nuts because like we've just, we've just, I mean, we've we've lived in these these little societies for decades, you know, for like hundreds and hundreds of years that like we don't know anything different. Um, and I don't know. I I mean, I I should do more research on this, but I don't know at what size of a tr like at like when is a tribe too big we're now like you know like they, they would biologically it's supposed to be a hundred people really yeah biologically um it's really hard for people to remember over a hundred names and have a hundred close interactions oh yeah that makes sense because i'm like you know if we if we keep growing and and living in societies like this way it makes sense why everything's so divided and so fucked up right now you know and there's people at the top that just want to control everything. Like, it, I get it. It makes sense. Um, but if we can go back to to just living in smaller communities, I feel like we would be a lot happier. Yeah, like you a know? true close tribe. Yeah. And if we can get rid of a lot of like these these prescription drugs too. Like, I feel a lot of that shit, like, I get it. You know, with people that have chemical imbalances and stuff, like, for sure. Like they, they, they need that, right? Cause they need that stabilization. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like everything's just kind of being abused right now. Like people are dependent on these things too much where it's like they've branded this feeling of sadness that they call depression. Right. And, and when, when I heard of depression, it was a chemical imbalance and it's something that you can't help. So yes, we need drugs to help you regulate that. But now it's like, fuck, I didn't get into this college or whatever. Now I'm depressed. And I feel like it's been watered down a lot. And for me to label something so heavy as depression, instead of saying like, oh shit, I'm just really sad. Like, I feel like that's part of the human experience. Like you're supposed to feel these feelings because it, it reveals a lot about what you need to fix. You know, like, like it's good to be sad. It's good to be happy. It's good to be exhausted it's good because it's just your body's telling you like hey this is how much we can endure or these are the things that we need these are some traumas that maybe we need to work on you know so it's your body constantly telling you your body and your mind telling you it's giving you feedback but like i feel like with a lot of these prescription drugs what it does it numbs all that stuff so no one's really getting to work on that like i think we saw a tiktok and it's so funny that we reference tiktok all the time but it really did make me see things a little bit differently when they were like why are at least hospitals in the U.S. so eager to prescribe shit to you? Like, oh, I have this thing or I can't sleep or erectile dysfunction or um, I don't know, you name the symptom and they have a drug for that. Instead of them saying, hey, maybe for erectile dysfunction, for example, like maybe you can talk to a therapist. It might be something mental. It might not be physical, you know, like like let's try other alternatives other than just numbing it. That's my thing. What is your thing? That, like trying different alternatives, like like guiding your patient and guiding people um, to uncover it and find answers so that they can like remedy it and, yeah. and hopefully it can go away. Yeah, but it doesn't make money. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't that's make I mean. money. And, and also like when you have full on solutions, you also don't make money. So they want people to just kind of like make them make them feel better temporarily rather than giving them the real solution. No, I get that. But I'm just saying like, I just wish it wasn't like that. Right? Or giving them the cure actually. And that's why I'm saying like, like uh, that's why I asked like, what's the size where we stop losing this connection? Because I feel like if we can move back to just being more within our community, 
um, then we can have each other to rely on. Like right now we're all so segregated and we like, they're doing it even more. Like I'm not saying like they're doing it on purpose. Like, yes, there's a pandemic going on. So I get why there's a separation, but a part of me, you know, the, the conspiracy theorist side of me is going like, wait, are they doing this on purpose to further separate us so that there's more, you know, they can instill more fear. And now we, we have to depend on them, but it's like, if we didn't have all this fear and we were legit happy and we can lean on each other as, you know, as neighbors, like, would we need these people to tell us what to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's know. so tough because I think it takes two to tango. And I think half of them is them instilling fear. And the other half, the fear is only instillable if you're fearful. So yeah. the other half, like the work that I think the common folk have to do is not be so easily scapegoaty and not easily uh, victimizing. Because, like, you know, when someone comes up to you and they go, Man, that's not fair. You're Mexican. You shouldn't. They shouldn't let the admissions office not let not like uh, accept you for uh, someone that's like easily like victimizing. They're like, you know what? You're right. I can't believe they chose. They they're like uh, not excluding me because I'm Mexican. Versus someone that just owns it. No, my grades weren't as good as uh, as the other people that applied. But but it's it's. I can see why that mentality works because it's already segregated and divided in their mind, right? Because back in the day when you had these tribes um, and you had like these pockets of communities and I'm talking about like when they were more nomadic or just like before we started like, like planning ourselves, you know, and specializing, like you would have that wise man, right? Like if there were some sort of disputes happening within the community, you go and you see the chief. Or you go in and you see the wise men because they're the ones that have your best interest in mind. They're not trying to capitalize off of you. They're not trying to sell you some shit. You know, they're there for the goodness of the community because the community was so small that, again, you could lean on your neighbors. But who even knows, right? Like, is the wise men celibate? Because, like, let's say you go in there and you're like, hey, like, this wife of mine does this X, Y, and Z. What, what do you do? Six months later, the wise men's boning the shit out of that, that lady. I mean, maybe, right? But we don't know at what point that corruption starts. Like... We've been in this type of society or this type of structure for so many years that we don't know what it's like for us to just like start from scratch. Yeah. Like where does the corruption begin? Like are we born that way? I think so. Really? Yeah. I, in my opinion, I think it's everyone is born with the potential of corruption and it's up to you to fight it. And Because I think everyone is born with weakness Everyone is born with the potential of corruption. Everyone is born with the potential to victimize because yeah. it's the easy way and it feels good. Yeah. And everyone wants to preserve their well-being. Like no one wants to sit there and do this self-work of how do I uh, become a better person? Like what, what's, the, what's the best way to get out of it, right? It's easier to go, well, it hey, isn't even you, my fault. Hey, hey, you processed food company, if you don't make so much frosted cornflakes, I wouldn't have all these dietary problems. Versus like, wait, why am I buying all these freaking processed foods in the first place? Yeah, if there was no demand, there's no supply. So yeah, so I think like uh, we're all born with it, but it's it's really tough. So all it takes is someone not on their A game and it's easy to blame, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like you know, like even like two hunter gatherers, if there's two people like hunting and then, and then the, the person comes back, hey, Alfonso, how come you only came back with one boar? Freaking Teddy over here came out with three boar. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, I'll try harder next time. But someone goes, well, of course Teddy's going to get three boar. He's 6'4". You're only 5'6". And he goes like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Teddy is. You know, it's like if you're not strong already, it's so easy to immediately like. Yeah, maybe back in the day, too, they just killed those people off. They're like. You're a fucking virus. Get out. Or <laughs> yeah. they just excommunicado. Who, who, the, who the, the instigator? Yeah. Even the weak one too. They're like, you need to shape up or ship out, motherfucker. Yeah, that's why to me, I think it's a, uh, because it's the chicken or the egg, right? It's like, is it, is it the, the media well, that We already makes, know. We already know. Neil deGrasse told us what kind came first. I know. I'm using that as an analogy, but what I'm Fine. talking about like in this vicious cycle we're in, is it the media that creates clickbaity shit or is it because we vote with our clicks to view this clickbaity shit. So the media makes clickbaity shit. I don't know, shit. man. Like if you study fucking psychology, you can get easily fucking manipulated if you don't know what to look for. Yeah. So, so that to is me, it the to chicken me, or the egg? To me, that's exactly. It's, it's back to who is it? Is it the manipulator <sighs> or is it the manipulatee that's so easy to be manipulated? Yeah, it's pretty nuts out there. And like, 
you know, like and I was to really saying, fix the problem, like you got to get both strong, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, to really fix the problem, I think all you can control is your little corner of the world, like the way Dave Chappelle said, you know, yeah. he lives in Ohio. He, he loves his community and he's like, I can't solve the world's problems. All I can do is keep my corner of the world looking pretty. And that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Because it's a fucking crazy, crazy time right now. Uh, and before we move on, I do want to introduce our final sponsor. Alrighty, folks. Did you know that 30 to 40% of couples have tried sleeping in separate beds just to sleep better? What they didn't realize is that when they sleep separately, they are missing out on some awesome health benefits. It's true. Studies have shown that sleeping with your partner and creating that sense of closeness and security improves your health in a variety of ways. Not only can it reduce the stress hormone cortisol, but it can also boost oxytocin levels to ease anxiety and inflammation. Also, Studies have shown that 43% of couples disagree on their sleep temperature. And Lord knows, Bard and I are definitely part of that 43%. This is where Chili Sleep Systems comes to the rescue. Chili Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that have helped me not only get better night's sleep, but improve my total well-being. Chili Sleeps makes both a chili pad and an Uller. So it's innovative water-based system that fits over the top of your matches to control bed temperature. Yep, that's exactly what Chili Sleep does that we absolutely love. I love hot, Bart loves cold. So we bought our Uller, set it on top of the mattress, set up our bed however cute way we want to set it up. And we sleep so good because when Bart starts getting hot at night, that's when the Chili Pad and the Uller come into play they cool him down. And when I'm freezing, I hit that button on my phone because it's phone activated, set it to 99 and I sleep warm and toasty. It's so dope, you guys. So the dual zone control system lets you and your partner choose your individual sleep temperature without affecting the other person. And I can't stress how much I love this. I love it so much. I've been using it for years. And you guys should definitely start using it too. So head over to Chili Technology dot com slash bear for chili sleeps bestial which they are offering to all of you guys for a limited time so that's chili c-h-i-l-i technology.com slash bail b-e-a-w for your special offer and we're back yeah it's it's an it's nuts to think about like my mind will go down this rabbit hole and i'm like no 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 come back come back come back come back you're going way too deep I always think about stuff like this. Because I can see myself fucking uprooting everything, turning all of this shit off and just living off of the land or just being completely off the grid. I asked you if you want to move to Hawaii. You said no. But that's not, I mean, I guess it is. Yeah. I might be down. It's just you, me, Taika, whoever else wants to come. We buy a small house and then we, I don't know, make spam musubis every day. And then that's our business. And then that's how we feed ourselves. And, you know. Cause sometimes I like, cause like it, cause like I think the world that we live in right now is just a bunch of vicious cycles. Every path you choose is a vicious cycle. So, yeah. for example, when people go, "Oh, I got a kid," and myself included, "I got a kid. I gotta put him in a good school district." And you're like, "Why do you need a good school district, Mister?" They're like, "Well, you know, so he can get a good job and he can be a productive citizen in society." When you hear it so much that it. Uh, that you don't even question it, right? But like, but why? Why does he have to be a uh, productive citizen of society and, and make money? Yeah, and, why? Oh, to make good money. And so if you to make them, oh, why does he need to make money? So he could buy a lot of good stuff, you know, support himself. Why does, why is that important? And then, so it's like, um, and it's like to further plug yourself into the system. Yeah. And then yeah. now you're like even more, it's just a vicious cycle that goes Damn, there. are you becoming Neo in front of my eyes? Who? You. I've been Neo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, um, so um, but for me, I'm like, why do we need to be so knowledgeable? Why do we need to make that much money? Why do we have to be so hustly? You know, like these are good virtues that we have if we want to play this game, which I might, I myself am playing this game, but I'm, I still too. question it. Like why, why can't we just, uh, live on an Island somewhere mm -hmm. and then just have a good time with Taika? Why does he have to know what Bluetooth is? Yeah. Why does he even have to have a phone? Yeah. You know, like, why can't we all just play volleyball with the coconut every day and then just eat yummy it's food. It's going to hurt. Have you played volleyball with the coconut? Have you felt a coconut? It's very furry. And it's hard. And it is very hard. Yeah, we're not going to make it. If you, if your idea 
of unplugging is playing volleyball with a fucking coconut, I'm coming right back. Hey, have you seen Muay Thai people play volleyball with coconut? That's what I'm talking about. What do they do? They kick it. They're strong. Then that's not volleyball. That's soccer. Well, they can also hit it too with their arms. Okay, fine. So for me, I'm like, you know, what's the, everything we do is a vicious cycle, you know? And then the minute anything that we do in the modern society, ask a, few, a couple of whys and it, it unravels. It's like there's no real point why you need to have to go to school that much and it's work an that hard. Existential, ex this, how the fuck do you say it? Existential. Existential crisis now. Yeah, and the only reason, the real reason, is because we all agreed to do it. Yeah. So in order for society to stay society, is that we all have to say, okay, if you do this, I do this, and then yeah. so we all kind of do this together. Yeah. But why do we have to? put so much stress on, on ourselves to all do this together. I know. Oh, I hate thinking about this stuff. You know? Ah, any, any, any last thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I do, actually. So, like, I always think, you know, if you put a group of diehard paleo CrossFitters and you destroy their supermarket and all they have is a McDonald's, would they... Uh, would they have bad eating habits and put on extra weight? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think, think they're so. so strong that they'll go, you know what? Just um, give me the meat only. Yeah, give me the meat lettuce, and the lettuce pickles, and the meat. And, and the, then they'll stay, They'll stick to it. Yeah. So for me, it's like, um, yes, those big corporations, big media, big processed food companies, um, they definitely are have villain-like qualities. Yeah. But only if you admitted that you're not a superhero. Yeah. Because if you empower yourself and you can be your own superhero, oh. the villain is the villain can't do anything. Yeah, they're weak. But the minute you admit you aren't and you can't be your own superhero, yeah. then you need someone to save you. And that's the sad part. But not you guys listening right now. All you motherfuckers out there are fucking super motherfucking heroes. Yeah. I love that. That's so tight. I love it. I could cry. Why? Why can't I could, you cry? I cry all the time now. Who the fuck am I these days? Because it's very moving. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, I, I'm not crying. I just have a hair in my eye. Um, <laughs> it's just onions. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not crying. That's onions from your armpit. No, but I think it's true. I think we all, at what, what, at some point, we all go like, oh, we're not a superhero. That other person's a superhero. You know, we need saving. But we're it's like, all superheroes. Yeah. We need to, we need to see it that way. Yeah. It's cutie. Yeah, we're all superheroes. So it actually makes me sad when I hear people like scapegoat and that's the first thing. Yeah. Because that, that already shows that like you immediately feel like you have no control. Yeah, it is sad. And I'm like, fuck, but the, you do have control. I know. I know. And I've seen that in a lot of people that I know, personally know. And I'm like, fuck, do you not see your potential? Like I look at you and I'm like, oh shit, like you're a fucking superhero. Yeah. And for them, they're like, no, not. Because I know why I'm fat. I live next to a Foster's Freeze. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I'm like, I know what happened in 2020, how I ran the marathon and I was a lean 180. And at the end of the year, I'm a 210. I know exactly what happened. I'm yeah. not going to blame Foster's Freeze. I'm actually very happy that Foster Freeze even exists because on the days that I want to reward myself, they're, they're there. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all need different paradigm shifts. Cause that's all it really is. It just change in perspective. And like, instead of making it so outwardly, cause you can't change anything. That's not yourself. The only control you have over is yourself. You can't control another person. You can't control how they think you can't control anything about them. All you can do is control yourself. And through that and how much you fucking see yourself as a superhero and as, as, as how often you're sharpening your own tools. Uh, that's when I feel like you start inspiring people. And then they go, oh, shit, I think I can do what they're doing, too. I hate when that happens. When you inspire people? Yeah. All right, this is getting weird. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you to our sponsor. You never get people that are like, hey, I'm your biggest fan. I'm going to open a gym across the street from yours. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I just closed it out. Can you shut up? Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. But before we leave, I do want to thank our sponsors one last time.
Thank you to Felix Gray. Finally, a pair of glasses designed for the 21st century. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash bail, B-E-A-W, to shop glasses that work as hard as you do. I'm going to spell it out, okay? Get a pen and pa uh, paper out. Here we go. You're going to go to F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash B-E-A-W. For free shipping, free exchanges, 30-day money-back guaranteed, felixgrayglasses.com. Also, thank you to one of my favorite app games, Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And also, thank you to Barbell Brigade for sponsoring this podcast. Make sure if you need supplements, gear, lifting equipment, training programs, anything you name it, to help you get strong, go to barbellbrigade.com.